Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Now entering Nerdist.com. What did you break now, Matthew? I've... I didn't break it. Let's just be honest. This you better not be breaking stuff at NASA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's this one do? Uh, Chris, Chris, I broke something real bad. Uh, uh, it's going to cost $37 million. I just, I, I, I just engaged one of the external tanks. Oh, I was talking the whole time, and I wasn't even on. I broke an O-ring. That's okay, right? Yeah, broken O-ring. <laughs> that's, that's what the uh, space shuttles use for birth control, right? Oh, the O-ring. <laughs> That's how, that's how shuttles don't get other shuttles pregnant. Yeah, broken O-ring. That's uh, the worst. Yeah, that's the worst. It's really And that's how we attack that premise. Ta-da! How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Chris? I am crazy on caffeine, and it's, you and know... life. It's a very interesting time, because there's a lot of stuff going on. Summer solstice. Yeah. solstice. Summer solstice. It's <laughs> a big one. The summer solstice is coming up. Uh, You're going to the summer solstice ceremony later. It's almost America Day. It yes, is. my sisters and I are going to go out in the forest and yep. pray in a circle, mm-hmm. as you should, uh, mm-hmm. and then bathe each other in period blood. But I have been so busy <laughs> oh, with... <laughs> you got him. That's the first time. <laughs> the first time I ever got him. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever got him. Hey, do me a favor. Grab that mic for a second. Will you please grab that mic for is one second? Is that working? Let's is find it out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How's go. it going? Okay. Hey. Uh, so what? I, what is your name again? I'm Nick. Nick. Every time we're recording, what you guys need to know is that Nick there's is a very here. patient gentleman named Nick who is in here <laughs> who looks like he is operating the Nebuchadnezzar from the Matrix. Like, it looks yeah. like he's piloting the ship. Nick, you have five, six monitors yep. up there. Yep. Every monitor has something different going on. I see an audio program there. I see a schedule. I see, t- I see a TV. What is it that you do? Well, I work for Seacrest, but I'm, you know, getting things together for the show. Like and sound bites, right? Yeah, so sound bites and producing pieces and all so that. So when people listen to a show or they listen to Seacrest show and then it's, you know, like they go to drops or they go to clips and they, 
you're the guy that has to sift through all of the shit that's in the world to exactly. chuck to pluck out the choicest. So you digest exactly. all of popular culture. From exactly, Brian it's what I live for. So because because really, Nick <laughs> Nick is sort of a silent partner. Yeah, he's, he's been he's been here for more shows than me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the man behind the curtain. And we always like you. You're sitting you sit over there on yeah. the side. You've got the headphones yeah. on, and we do our thing, and you do your thing. And I always wonder, like, what is it that he's doing specifically? Because you, it just looks like you're monitoring Earth. From where you are, well, I'm getting there. all the news and you know whatever happened, you know what's going on, you know even you know checking Twitter and all that kind of stuff. And you've and been you've been on the show for his show for a while, right? I've been with him for eight years and at Kiss, which is where we do the morning show for, yeah. for 25 years. Brad and Boyd, wow. you were uh, you worked when Brad and Boyd were there as well, I was, right? I was with Rick Dees for 18 years. Really? Yeah. Rick D's in the morning. Yep. Rick D's coming back. back. By the way, back. you guys, I don't know if you're aware of this, but it's like 89 degrees here uh, <laughs> in Los Angeles. That's exactly right. And I, I was actually going to go to, uh, I was going to go back to school and get my master's degrees in, nice. uh, yeah, yeah. in, in radio, right. but I didn't, I didn't do it. He's back now. Rick D's is coming he back is. Yeah, yeah. to He's LA Radio. Hot. Rick D's nuts. Hot and <laughs> Rick D's nuts. Disco duck. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so what? What? How do you? How do you pick a news? How do you pick a news story? Well, you know, I, obviously, I keep CNN and and the other ones on all the time, and then you know, I'm constantly going through the internet and seeing you know what's happening, what's what's breaking right now, and then I also put together any you know when we have guests come in, you know, I put together whatever montages we want to have, sound, music, whatever. You're better than the Newswire. Like you have. You're you're seeing everything is filtering through you, Nick. All the everything that's going on in the world is filtering through your eyes and brain. Well, I you know I basically want to just kind of stay with it and just just <laughs> produce whatever I have. You know, it gives me something better to do than just you know just <laughs> looking for work. Does, does Ryan ever have you on his show? Occasionally, oh, not okay. much, not much. As you can tell, I'm not real mic savvy. As they <laughs> no, what are you talking about? You sound great. You got a good voice. You got a good voice. Thank you. Uh, maybe we should, maybe we should have Rick come in and Nick Nick come in and do the Seacrest report. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, you're I'll just, tell you what's happening. You today. just start reporting yeah. on this. Boy, that guy's an industry and a half. It, absolutely, it is unbelievable. It's a, it's, it's a machine. It's twenty four hours. I'm endlessly fascinated by Seacrest. I think Me too. he is. I mean, like whatever, whether or not. You like the shows he makes, or, or if you like him or you don't like him, you cannot deny the fact that he is a force of nature. He's a, a dynamo. Yeah. It's, people people ask when I have time to sleep, and I'm like, when the fuck does Seacrest sleep? Yeah, <laughs> especially when uh, so when you just go for 20 minute on. oxygen rejuvenation. He, he just, steps into, a, he just yeah. steps into a board rejuvenation chamber. And then they and then just, just walks out. It's like Crazy. those nanomites. They just <laughs> rebuild all of his uh, cells, and then he steps back out. He's got to be up on the creatine, friend. Ready to go. Exactly. <laughs> ready to go. And he's already starting idol auditions. Can you believe that? Oh, oh my I mean, the God. show ended, what, two weeks ago? And now oh, it starts geez. up again next week. Jeez. That's oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. He, uh, yeah. I tweeted at him once, and I said I was going to change my name. I said, you know, I'm like, I've probably said this on the podcast before. I said, I, I'm very much like Seacrest, but I have less money and more nerds in my life. <laughs> So I'm going to start calling myself C++ Crest. And, uh, and then he tweeted back and he said, uh, I'll parse code any day with you, buddy. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Pulled well, out a term. Go up to the fourth floor on G4, follow the uh, sweaty nerds, and I'm, I'm right there in the middle. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, anyway, with the headphones on and doing what I do, I'm, I'm still listening. Okay. Well, <laughs> we, we appreciate it. And, we, and you know, we hope we don't disturb you no, too no, much. No, while we, it's I'm good to know, it. and it's scary. Let us Thank all you, remember man. that what finally got Nick was bathing yourselves in period <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that finally, <laughs> always know a good period joke will break the ice in any social situation. 
And so start implementing that into your own interactions <laughs> exactly. today. You it's want the it? Nerdist Way sequel. Yeah. Yeah. On the Seacrest show in the morning. Some, I'm going to have it somewhere put that in. I'm sure there's a lot of crossover with our crowd and the Huge, crowd. huge crossover. crossover. The Venn diagrams must... I, Between, they, maybe they barely kiss. Between podcasts and L.A. radio. That's right. It's the same. L.A. So, uh, but I actually, I like Seacrest, and he's always, every time I met him, he's been very, very nice to me. So, um, I, I respect the guy. I totally respect the guy. But let's talk about, uh, uh, and I'm not just saying that because I'm using all of his facilities, but uh, let's talk about, it's on the topic of being busy. I've been super, super busy, and um, and it's it's really nice, but it's weird because I I, love being busy. I do love being busy, but now I'm starting to. Not just be busy for busy sake. I'm actually making decisions that impact things. Like getting prepared for this Nerdist TV show. Every day it's like, here's mock-ups of the set. And what do you think of this? And pick a carpet and pick a pick a wall uh, 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 type. And that has to go to the network. And then they're, they, you know, they think we should do this. And this needs to be warmed up. And yeah. you know, we're talking about correspondence. Are we gonna, who's going to be? And then, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's what been really, do you want to shoot it in? It's been really, it's been really interesting. Yeah. And what I realize is when you're really busy, you don't have time to second guess your decisions. And no. that's kind of good. Yeah. Where you can't go, well, I mean, I guess we could go with a shag carpet or we could go with a really tight wheat, you know. Yeah, you just, just go, that one. You just drop it and walk Moving away. Moving on. Yeah. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of not bad. That's kind of not bad. But I'm excited. Craig Ferguson's the guest. There's going to be other special guests. Uh, you guys are on the show. Firm is on the show. I have I've pissed off a handful of nerds because I said I wanted the audience, the forty slots we have. I want those people to come in costume. Why would that piss anybody off? Because they're like, why why rule out people who aren't into cosplay? And I'm like, I don't know. It's not really. Co- you're not into cosplay. Halloween. We're I not just, making yeah. you I just, act like I just the want yeah. I just want a Comic Con like vibe at the show, and I want the audience to dress up however they want. That's to dress up. dumb to call it cos. It's like it's like you know October 31st. Oh yes, cosplay day mm. where everyone cosplays. No, uh, it's well, I'm also going to make everyone blow each other. So is that does that count as cosplay? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I like that we've uh, we've tried to assemble a a zombie summit. Yeah. You 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 were tweeting back and forth with Simon Pegg, and you said we should have a zombie summit with, with him James, and James, James Gunn, Gunn, and then you threw Robert Kirkman into the mix, and then yeah, I brought right. Rob Zombie into the mix. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then a girl got upset. She's like, "I know, I know about zombies. I'm, sh- I'm sure you do, but you're a girl, and you'll make everyone uncomfortable." <laughs> uh, now we we do have a lot of girl we do have a lot of girl nerds who listen to the show. I found out we do. I yeah. found out a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last yeah. time no, I just I'm just you know just joking around. We're just joshing around. Uh, but uh, yeah, but also you know, Posein would be a nice addition to that summit. Zombies um, are awesome. <laughs> they don't <laughs> run. <laughs> Fucking awesome. You know, uh, a guy. This guy, uh, Nathan Smith, he goes to the uh, Meltdown show a lot. Um, he asked me if I was upset about the amount of uh, zombie things that are going on right now. And he's like, he's like, he's like don't you wish it was just some fringe, enter- fringe entertainment uh, aspect? Na- like, I do. I wish it was still that way. And Why, I, so you could have less people to talk to about yeah, it? Yeah, it just, I don't, I don't get it. And like, I, I responded to him with, uh, yeah, and I stopped listening to bands once other people started to, you know, buy their records. It's just well, a dumb... There, there are some people who are like that because they don't, they want their own things to feel secluded and special. Yeah, and that's the second, all it is. And the second other people are, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to be like those people. I gotta go like a new thing." No, it's just the it's just the need to be uh, or the want to be niche, to be an outsider, to be hip, and to be cool. Like, oh, I'm into this thing you wouldn't understand. Oh, uh, South American cock punching. 
Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was that? South American South cock punch. Yeah. South American cock yeah, punch. Yeah, it was you and another dude just getting a ring. No Never, pants, no pants. Shirts, no pants. Never really heard just of it. Punch each other in the cocks. Yeah, you haven't heard of it because it's fucking awesome. Oh, wait, no. That's that thing that's like blowing up. God over. damn it. <laughs> it's like the sketch on Portlandia with with Fred Armisen and the other guy. Yeah. Where the, the guy's like, it's over. Yeah, done. Chin beards are over. Yeah. God, I love Portlandia. It's a good show. Love really it. Good show. We got to get, get Armisen and Carrie Brownstein on here up in this business. I used to have the hugest. I still do. Uh, but when I was growing up, I had a huge, I a huge crush, crush on Carrie Armisen. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, I saw uh, I saw Slater Kenny play live once, and she I was just like, oh my god, you are so gorgeous and super funny. Yeah, great guitar player, good singer, super funny, and now it's got just, the wicked comic. She's got the she's got the comic brain, the comic the brain. comic brain. <laughs> well, Fred's a, Fred was. M- background is music yeah yeah he was in trench mouth he just happened to be funny yeah and then started doing sketch characters yeah yeah yeah. god he's, damn it we he's kind of like john wooster he's like he's their previous john wooster we used to do that monday night show at largo like when i really started getting full-on into stand-up there was this monday night show at largo and there's all like you can watch the largo documentary which there's a largo documentary there did, is. It, did it ever come out i don't never heard of it there is a largo documentary oh. floating around in the world somewhere i just don't know if it ever came out but it just sort of chronicles like the the music and the comedy scene, you know, like the Amy Manns and the Michael Penns, and then yeah. also the Zach the Zachs and the Pattons and the uh, of the world yeah. coming coming out of Largo. But that Monday Night Largo show was will always be some of my most treasured comedy memories. Like packed room, small kind of pub, you know, in, environment. Yeah. And Armisen, I mean, that's where I saw. Uh, so I saw Mitch Hedberg get up and read a spec menu that he was working on. <laughs> I am not sure if I am using braised correctly in that context. It was awesome. And then Fred Armisen used to come in full care. Like he would do these characters and he was so fucking committed. Like when he would do his Prince character full. And, th- and that was, that was kind of, um, that was kind of a place where people played more of the, I'm not trying as hard. Yeah. You know, and Fred would go in fully committed, like yeah. in character, and it was awesome. That's rad. Awesome. Good times. Well, sounded Good. like an old person. <laughs> yeah, the old days in Largo and comedy. Back in the 1900s. The Back in the 1900s. Yeah, I remember I drove up from San Pedro to go, and there was a huge line. First time I tried to go, a huge line stood in it, didn't really know what the. That was like pre-sales or tables. I didn't know what was inside. I just knew I had to go. You just saw a line. Yeah. No, I just knew, you know, I knew about Largo. Oh, and, gotcha. Like, uh, you know, and, you know, saw in the pay. This was in 2001, and I went by myself and just stood in line, and then I was like, the two people in front of me got, get in, and then, like, I was like, sorry, man. There's, like, no more room. I was like, you can't even stand. I can't, there's nowhere to stand. He's like, nope. So you didn't, you left? So I didn't go back for months and months because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm never going to be able to get here in time to get in. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you went got back your favorite burrito at San Pedro. And go back to the Baja Fish on Gaffey. What was it? Was that the burrito that you? Ate? Uh, the the burrito is the Swordfish Burrito, um, and it's uh, the place is, is called Baja Fish, and it's on Gaffey. It's like a you know, it's like Not a fish to be market. Confused with Baja uh, Fresh. Fresh. No, it's a, it's like this uh, family owned place, um, and they have you know great tacos too. Like they have catfish nuggets and uh, like, but you can also buy fresh fish. Are there. those catfish's balls? Uh, do you like fish sticks? <laughs> fish sticks? <laughs> Wait. I love fish sticks. Morton's fish sticks? Morton's fish sticks. Wouldn't um, you buy Morton's fish sticks? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's like a fresh fish market. And you can just, you see them like get the fresh fish, cook it up, chop it up and put it into the burrito. It's perfect. 
So that is that was the genesis of Enjoy Your Burrito. That was it. That was when I was I was fucking you know I was I was working at a record store in Venice Beach, and the days I wasn't working there, I was working at a Borders and Torrance at the Del Amo Mall. And so um, you worked in two places that probably aren't open anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, a record right. store and a, book, and a bookstore. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you work at Web Soup. Yeah. What are you doing? And a Sam. Why are you bringing your cursed <laughs> energy? Yeah, and a Sam Goody and a JC Penny. Goody got it. Goody got it. Um, but uh, Sam Goody got it. <laughs> Goody got it. Uh, Sam, I don't know why that that commercial. I mean, people who don't know the Sam Goody ads, those commercials tried to voice rape you. Sam Goody got it. There's also AutoZone. Oh, what was what was AutoZone? Get in the, in the zone, AutoZone. Yep. There's just one guy. The, uh, El Pollo Loco guy sounds like he just saw a ghost. El Pollo Loco. Finalmente <laughs> boo. <laughs> um, oh God! Pollo Hermanos. Regional commercial references. That regional? What El Pollo Loco? Yeah, I think so. It's not. There's one in Tuxbury, Massachusetts. Oh, so there must be one in every part of the country then, Matthew. Well, I Ooh. figure there's. They're not one, in the south. They're 2,500 miles apart. Why would they be in the south good. when you got Chick Fil A? Do you think anyone in the south really listens to this? We're getting it. We're getting a Chick Fil A in Los Angeles. We are. That's Sunset, gonna be Sunset in La Brea. It's gonna be an gonna insane be line for. I wonder if they will still do the closed on, on Sunday Sundays, thing. I've been thinking that a lot because they they're will. churchy. Thing is, is so is In and Out. In and Out's very churchy. The Lord said, "Do not sell chicken on Sundays." No. No, that's the thing about you know In and Out too. Is that yeah, the, they have um, the Bible passages on the but cup. not on the fries, on the, on the on the burger holder because um, the fries are godless. You put them in the you put them in the oil and it makes them evil. No, el diablo comes in and he mm. touches the fries and he cooks them with his finger. <laughs> Ooh, what character was that? I am just telling you that the devil used his finger to cook everyone else's food. Yeah, whereas uh, here at El Pollo Loco. <laughs> The burritos come out of God's vagina. It's fire. They just use fire. They don't fry anything. Oh, we just walk Nick. There Nick. he goes. Walk in the Nick. Couldn't, couldn't take new anymore. podcast, walk in the couldn't Nick. Couldn't take anymore. Um, what are you doing to get ready for your NASA tweet up, Matthew? Uh, well, I'm going to start with a uh, blog post before I go, just so the lead up to it, and, uh, and then I'll be blogging from down there and tweeting from Fatstronaut probably. You're gonna tweet. You're not gonna tweet from Matt Myra. I will be tweeting about just astronaut. We'll just have fat astronaut jokes. Okay, but there'll be plenty of them while I'm there. <laughs> you're gonna change. You're gonna change another one of my astronaut jokes. I didn't change anything. <laughs> oh, shit, Jonah. <laughs> Do you have any people tweeted your astronaut astronaut joke at me? What I about w- the time I said it? You know, year ago. Here's how. Here's here's your guys' relationship. There is a thin membrane that separates the two of you and you just poke on it from either side until it gets a little raw and then it <laughs> heals over again and then you poke it a little more it's so much fun yeah well i'm glad you enjoyed chris <laughs> i just s- asked him if he used the one that i made up when the faster not first came up i, I just i just not. asked him i said no one uh no one in, in, sp- space, in space, space no one can hear you scream for ice cream right and i say he's all no but i i did a different version of that one well i did a variation of the no one can hear you scream jonah which is, what was which it? is a pretty common... What was it? What was it? It was in space, no one can hear you scream or cry when you run out of chocolate. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the dorbs. Mm. Yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> so <laughs> when do we move you into a house and shoot the reality show? Oh, we'll, we'll see, see how, how nerd it does. does yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it does really well, then we can do a reality version Spin where you guys off. live together. We're right, called right. Matt Loves Coco Puffs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like Coco Puffs though. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's okay because I touched they them. Turn the milk all chocolatey. You know? Yeah, exactly. You don't like chocolatey so milk. Great. No, I don't like cereal milk. So you just eat the. You just like to. You just like to. Ah, you guys missed this. You just like to slightly the moisten room. the cereal matter, and then you. But you don't. Yeah, so you no, just, no, don't, don't. This was talked about. We talked about. Wow, we're like Felicia we're like doing a little greatest hits here. Uh, we're just touching Day. on touching on old conversations. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, turns, the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, yeah. turns, out, <laughs> turns out a uh, hundred episodes was it. Yeah. Oh yeah, we had a hundred episodes. Hundred episodes. And Simon, Simon Pegg was the hundredth episode, and I think it was a damn fine hundredth episode. I thought it was good. And we're going to have, um, we're, we are going to have Tom Lennon back on. We're doing Tom Lennon and Ben Garant live at uh, Nerdist at Meltdown. Oh man, I, Ben Garant this the weekend. I, I did the. I was another. I was a judge again on the tournament of the nerd show at UCB, UCB yeah. and uh, Ben Grant uh, defended at, uh, dressed up like him too. Patton uh, Oswald. Uh, no, Patton the, uh, the, the from the movie Patton General, General Patton. Patton. You mean from the Patton from, from the, the movie uh, from the military? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, from the movie, the character of the movie. He was such a popular movie character. Yeah, yeah. They just put him in the military. Yeah, uh, but they, he uh, he he played as that, and he uh, got up all the way to the final round, and it went up against the uh, Roadrunner. And Roadrunner won. Really? Yeah. Just doing meep meep. No, 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 no. You don't have to be the person. You don't. You you can debate on their behalf. Okay. And why they would win in you know in a certain situation. And uh, the guy who debates, uh, who was the guy, he's uh, every he's at every tournament of the nerds. He's so fucking funny. And he was doing the guy. He was doing a uh, Roadrunner, and he fucking nailed it. So fucking funny. Like how? Um. Well, thing what ha- what happened was uh, Patton, uh, Ben Grant uh, started saying that you know. Uh, what did Patton do to take out all the carrier pigeons uh, in the war? He just poisoned a huge part of um, France and got mm-hmm. rid of all the carrier pigeons and all the birds and all the wildlife that they could use to communicate. And he's saying uh, that he could do that to uh, you know the Roadrunner's turf. And the thing of the Roadrunner guy was going on and on and on about how it represents the beautiful, majestic southwestern United States. And it's in all its majesty, it's great. So the colors, the plateaus, the deserts. And he would always hit on that that point, and so you you get Patton saying that he's going to just poison this whole area to get the Roadrunner. And I said that's that's very un-American that you're going to ruin the majestic <laughs> southwestern desert uh, in also, pursuit of this one thing. I said the Roadrunner is your great white whale, and it will be the death of you. And if you are if you are willing to ruin the United States just for one little Roadrunner, but Patton should also understand that any any attempts to trap the Roadrunner will backfire. Because he has some sort of a charm spell, I suppose. Yeah. That make that make everything backfire. Yeah. Well, it was, it was all it was all brought up, but Roadrunner won in the end. I would like to see a debate with General Patton Oswald. General Patton Oswald. Have some good cast. Chickens to make the other son of a bitch die for his country. Flippity floppity flu. Is that how Patton sounded? I wish I could have been at Tournament of the Nerds. That sounded awesome. It's one of the best shows in L.A. right now. It's so much fun. It's And they're taking next month off because of Comic-Con, but they're coming back the next month after that. Sweet. So we, should do, we should be judges on it. Okay. So that was a lot of let's fun. Let's just do that then. Yeah. Should we just show up? No, no, no. I'm here to judge. I'll ask Cal. All right. Cal Rudnick, very funny comic. There was a bit that um, I did. A, I did a, oh, I, I did shows in D.C. over the weekend. 
Um, Hampton Yount was hilarious. Yeah, isn't he great? Yes. Yeah, he was. He was real, really terrific. Yeah, he's a very, very funny comic. Uh, he did. A, he did a great job, and uh, he told me about a joke, and I'm trying to locate who the comic was because it's one of the best premises I've ever heard. From oh, really? Joke. So um, I am, I am shouting this out. If you know who this comic is, would you please let us know? Or if it's you. Let us know so we can properly credit you. But the premise was, he said he heard someone do it in New York. The premise was, everyone says they, if they had a time machine, they would go back and kill Hitler as a baby. But you would never be known as the guy who killed Hitler if you did that. You would be known as the time traveler who went back and murdered a baby. Like, that is one of the best premises I've ever heard. But I don't know who the comic is. Wow, that's fucking great. So I want to track down who that comic is so I can start listening to everything they say. Because if everything else they say is even half as good as that, they're a comic that I want to be following. That's a fucking, that's a perfect joke. But Hampton was g- hilarious, and then the, yeah. this guy opened named Chris Lamberth, who was really funny, and um, the we did two two shows at the Arlington Draft House, nice. and they were, they, a lot of people asked about you guys. We got, what we got to do is, this fall, we need to take the Nerdist on the road. Like, Still. rather than me just doing stand-up, because if I can get people to come out to see me, I, we can get more people with all of us. That'd be fun. So we'll we'll do that, and then hopefully we'll that'll help some of us stop having to work at certain places that they work at that may not be um, fulfilling. Gateway. <laughs> yep, that's Gateway right. Gateway. Cow, you and your cow fucking boxes. cow boxes. Yeah, I opened up for um, I did, was on a Brian Posehn and Friends this weekend at the uh, Improv. Oh, oh, I was gonna do that, but I had to go out of town. That's a lot of fun. I bet it was. Yeah, I was on a show with Baron Vaughn, Brendan Small, Jordan Rubin. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a blast. People show up. Yeah, yeah. So the Improv some is is sometimes like it's packed, and then other times they have to pull that curtain. You know, it was it was weird. It was a weird mix too. There's a lot of a lot of Brian fans, and then a lot of just uh, you know, randos yeah, dressed up for a night out. Yeah, you run into that at the improv quite a yeah. bit. Randos. But, but it was uh, it was probably one of the best that I've had there in a long time. That's fantastic. Yeah, Dave Anthony hosted. Dave Anthony from Walking the Room podcast. For no, all those we got assholes the name wrong. That fucking, I've mentioned the podcast correctly numerous times on our podcast, but like I fucking fuck up once. You know what? It's sort of like uh, people aren't going to credit you for doing things right. They're only going to speak yeah. up when you fuck things up. I know he is the co-host with Christopher Titus on the 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast. <laughs> I know what I'm fucking talking oh about. Oh, my God, Jonah, rage. <laughs> Bubbling rage. I'm getting tired of people calling me on the... I, I say so many words throughout the day, and I don't ever know if any of them are really true or not. I just say them, and I don't like being called out on it. <laughs> I'm tired most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, listen, and I, I do want to say I do want to say one thing. Yeah. I there, one person has said, "Can you please stop talking about the trolls on the internet?" And so this will be the last time okay. that I do it for a while. But, um, I was uh, I was searching to see how the uh, the BBC show was tracking. Uh, so I searched Google News. Yes, I searched myself. All right, fine. But I wanted to see how the BBC show was tracking, and I saw an article in the AV Club that Kyle Ryan posted, a really nice article about the BBC show. The AV Club's been very supportive of us, and I sincerely appreciate that because I think it's one of the smartest publications. Yeah. And Onion's genius. The comment thread, I was like, I wonder, I know it's going to be bad, but how bad? (laughs) was the worst. Matt, Matt, I just... Not going there, don't worry about it. I was like, oh my God. And I'm used to this stuff. 
And I still felt bad for you. But it was, I don't know what it is. You know, the onion attracts smart people. But also the people who comment on that site are so aggressive. Really? Like they hate things to a superlative degree. Wow. Like to the point where we should all be dragged out and shot. I I personally, one guy said, I am the worst improviser in in the history of comedy. <laughs> and all the times on the podcast where I just sit here not knowing what I act, you know, like going, uh, uh, like I don't know what I'm going to say next. Like. You could say a lot of things about me. I'm rarely at a loss for words. Yeah, yeah. And so it was just so there. There was just a handful of the most vitriolic. I'm like, what are you? What are you people? Why would you? <laughs> when was this? Waste from? your time. Now I'm gonna have to go read that. No, no, don't. <laughs> don't. I'm telling you, it is. It, uh, I, don't you don't don't. Okay. It's the most. It's some of the most hateful. I don't know what the fuck. Like guys, it's a podcast. Don't listen to it if you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. But I never. I still don't understand why people go out of their way to say the worst thing. Literally the worst things they can think of. To t- and <laughs> so I'm pretty sure just just to let everyone know how quote unquote clever they are. They want to yeah. show you how like what kind of metaphors they can be. Like I get it. You're cleverer than everyone who's doing more than you are in the world. I'm pretty sure someone's going to even complain about this segment of the show. It's like, they're always talking about how people shit on them. Here, I'm going to shit on them about how people no, shit fine. on them. And I'm not going to bring it up ever again, but it was just an experience that I had in the last week. Yeah. And I felt empathy for Matthew. Because even he, I oh, love it was like... went to that one about him? Yeah. That no, 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 no. He went to a completely different <laughs> one that they're also talking <laughs> about me. Is what no, it no, it wasn't. Like. It, they, the, to Matthew, it was yeah. way more about me than you guys got mentioned in like one thing. Damn and the it, rest what? of it was the rest of it, I know <laughs> that's how you that's you can always find the negative spin if you're a comic. <laughs> no, but that it was it was it was all about how I'm the worst person and I'm horrible and I well, talk over the guests good. and I'm try- I suck I'm and I'm trying unfunny. to figure out where this is uh, untrue and these are just. Uh, <laughs> I know. Right? There's part of me where I'm like, I don't want to be on television. Jonah pulls off his mask and he's got that that light up mechanical face and he's just the internet. <laughs> yeah, and he's been I, here the whole time. I'm, I've been here the whole time. But that being said, that being said. Um, it's hard to focus on like 15 comments or whatever it was when the majority of people who listen to the podcast are super fucking cool. Like the comment threads on Nerdist are almost always positive they're and positive. supportive and super cool. So I, 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 just, I, want ne- you guys, I want you guys to know I do appreciate the positive comments. I don't just focus on the negative ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, the negative ones are okay if they're somewhat constructive and not mean. But they just want to They just want to tell things. you that you should be disemboweled. <laughs> like, I'm not... I'm not Mussolini. Like, I'm just making a thing with my friends. What's just, the fucking problem? I don't know. It's probably because I'm fat, you guys. You're uh, less fat, though. Did you see there were a lot of nice comments in the picture I posted? They're like, holy fuck, Matt. Oh, uh, no. I'll go look at those and stop the tears. Narcissism <laughs> always wins. Yeah. <laughs> I also would like to uh, say that I would like to send out an apology to Nerdist Podcast listener and follower Jess Nevins. On a recent podcast, I quoted, but I couldn't remember who said it, steampunk is what happens when goths discover brown. Oh. And so Jess emailed me and said, that was me. So I just want to say, Jess, you are now credited for your genius comment. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, a phenomenal comment. A phenomenal comment indeed. Should we get into some? Cool. Ooh, By the uh, way, both shows at Arlington, the crowd... Uh, burst into the Quement song. Jesus, I, I I recorded it. What? I did. I recorded it. Let's see if I can. Let's see if it plays. If it can play well uh, here. Where is my video of the crowd singing the Quement song? Hang on a sec, uh, Matt Jonah. I'm, 
here in uh, D.C., Arlington, Virginia. And this is... Uh... Shut up. It's Shut a recording, Jonah. It's a recording. Shut up, Jonah, you. It's a recording. Oh. If I say it loud enough, we'll go in time. All right. Mona. Mona, Matt, and Jonah. It's a question. It's a It was so funny because it just sort of it devolved because we always devolve in the second verse of it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just started going, "Yeah, hey, yeah. Jazz, yeah." That song is like jazz, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was hundreds and hundreds of people singing the Quemin song. Yeah, what's going on, on the internet there? <laughs> are you, why are you why are you harassing him? What? I'm not. What is what? <laughs> Two times out of a forty five minute span. It's not that. I'm just wondering what's going on on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, what is wrong? You're like you're like someone's dick father. Hey, what's going on the internet over there? It's because Matthew pulled out his iPhone. Jonah immediately the fucking the laser turd in your brain just immediately dropped what we were talking about. Like, hey, what are you doing over there? What's the happening? He's not listening. I was wondering if he found Dad, some, some great quaints. Did you find some funny funny quaints? What, no. What what'd you find? Nothing. Literally nothing. No. Oh. <laughs> then why did you have your phone out during the podcast? <laughs> I got mine out. I don't know, Jonah. Why is yours out? Oh, because I am at work. It's I am too. <laughs> a question. They, they, they have it. They now, got it. Guys, don't start fighting. We're going to have to sing the Quemin song in a minor key to make it sad. Oh. It's a question. It's a comment. I'm sorry, Matt. I didn't mean to. I don't. I didn't mean care, to call you out, Jonah. What? I don't care. Sounds like it. Don't care Said don't care Wow. Alligator. Jesus Christ. Alligators at large. That's what's going on in the TV that you can't see. Here's a comment from Fred Legault. Montreal visit. Hey, Chris, want to make a few restaurants? It's actually for your Montreal. Sadly, they won't be in attendance, but I figured I could make up for it by pointing out a few gems. jerk. He recommends a pied de cochon. Is it because our show's at midnight? Is that why it won't be there? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> yeah, our show's midnight. Uh, I can't remember what day, but if you go to the... My, uh, just for laughs, website is hahaha.com. Our, show, our show's at midnight? Yeah, our Nerdist yeah. Podcast show's really? at midnight. I know. What What else are you going to be doing at midnight in Montreal? You're going to yeah. be tucking it in? I don't know. You're going to play, play the Nintendo in he's the hotel be room? tucking his penis behind his legs, and then he's going to dance in front of the mirror mm-hmm. while affirming that he would fuck himself yeah would i fuck me <laughs> god no <laughs> i wouldn't no, fuck gross me. i wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck. fuck me that that that's a comic as buffalo bill yeah, i wouldn't yeah. fuck me i wouldn't fuck me i wouldn't fuck me either mm. i fucking hate me <laughs> <laughs> my vagina is uglier than my dick <laughs> uh by the way i found out on wikipedia that uh huts job of the huts apparently are hermaphroditic Oh, so Han Solo was fucking Chewy? No, Huts. Oh, Huts, like Jabba the Hutt. Sorry, I could totally fucking... Wow. Yeah. I made, a similar, I made a similar mistake. At the show the other night, I said Empire when I meant Jedi when I was referring to something. That's crazy. I guess I was just remembering a it's dream. It's just weird to think I'm, that Jabba could have been pregnant through that whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remembering a dream. Yeah. A sweet, 
amazing Jonah, dream. wake up. It's time to go to school. <laughs> and then, Jonah, uh, uh, football I practice. I have this podcast and I was a nerd. <laughs> go beat up nerds. Beat them La Banquise and Joe Beef. Yes, Joe Beef, I've, I've heard, is very good in Montreal. Cool. We got a... We got a guy who's putting on a comedy show in Huntsville, Alabama, Jay Ledlow. Hello, Nerdist. I'm putting on a comedy show in Huntsville, Alabama, where there is no comedy scene. <laughs> I managed to get five other comics to do an hour-long show. We're hoping to get a lot of people to come five out. Five comics is a pretty That's good scene. That's not bad. <laughs> it's a comedy-scarce town. FYI, Huntsville is full of engineers and scientists and has a deep history with the space program, quote-unquote. Yes, space does. camp. Yes, it does. Space camp is there. And because of this, we have a bunch of very serious blue and white-collar citizens who do not care for comedy. For instance, when I mention Patton Oswalt to people, they don't know who he is. But Jeff Dunham is well-known around here. So I'm appealing to the alternative younger crowd. I'm only 24 myself in hopes of getting an audience just want to let you know about how we're doing here what we're doing down here suffering but managing to do our own thing and hoping for the best we hope uh we hope you'll hope with us we do hope with you yeah. for your show in huntsville alabama jay ledlow uh and we wish you the best of luck and if you are anywhere near the uh uh huntsville area they've set up a facebook page that has a link that's too long for me to say on here so just use google <laughs> look for comedy in huntsville it's probably the one thing that'll come up that's good. Good. Good luck with that, guys. Have you been to space camp? No. Oh, I didn't, I don't know what you've done all your life. Yeah, but we've talked about how I never went to space camp because I just assumed I was too fat. <laughs> That's not. That's right. Well, maybe you, is space camp still up and running? Yeah. Yes, there's adult space camp now. Hmm. Really? Yeah. You can go to that. I don't know. The jumpsuit still. I don't know. You're slimming down there. I don't know. You're slimming down there. They said he can be an astronaut anytime soon. Boom! <laughs> Jesus Christ! It was—it's a fastronaut joke. It's not a. Why? I've said horrible things to him in recent episodes. Why is it today you're so sensitive, everyone? What? <laughs> because you're you're taking him harder than you should, and he's overreacting. I was fine until Chris told me there are comments about me on the internet I haven't read. Oh, see, it's you. <laughs> oh, yes, it's me. Matt, there will always be comments about everything. Matthew had a clit graft onto the front of his brain earlier, yeah. so he's <laughs> extra sensitive. sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is from Jigs Underlock. Thank you, and oh, homosexual compliments. Okay. We will take those. Dear Chris Hardwick, Matt Myra, Joan Ray, I'd like to thank you uh, for having all of my favorite people on your podcast at some point in time. I would like to offer my body to sexually pleasure any of you guys if you wish. Of course, if you guys are a part of that favorite people's list, and even though Edgar and Nick weren't on the podcast seeing the glass half full here, you guys are good nerds. Thanks, bro. Yeah. So, listen, I, I appreciate the gay offers. I've said it a million times. Uh, I am a straight individual. I do feel gays are pickier than straights. And so when I am complimented by a gay person, I always feel like I must be doing something right. Yeah. So thank you. This is from Cam Preston. Just want to say I love your podcast. I listen makes road trips more enjoyable. I have two boys, two and four. We've gotten a few funny looks when someone sneezes and they both say science. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cheers, Cam. At Kiss My Geek with threes for the geek. Uh, first of all, sorry for swearing like uh, horrible, horrible, horrible sailors. Well, we really like comics. Horrible who, sailors. Horrible sailors. Yeah. Who are oh, also we're comics. really kind bad at sailing. Yeah. I'm a bad fucking sailor. Yeah. Put up the, the cloth piece on the pole. Well, holy tits, cunt. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a sailor. <laughs> yeah. These things just slip out of my fuck hole. Oh, it's fine. It's fine, sir. Well, these kids are going to learn anyway. It's the, it's the internet and all. Jonah, what are you listening to right now? Music-wise. Um, what are you liking? Right now, I've been listening to... Uh, 
I've been, you know, I got back into that last, uh, the first Best Coast album. It's a good album. If you guys like that kind of shoegazy. Best Coast? Best Coast. Okay. Um, you know, kind of uh, kind of fuzzy guitars, girl vocals. Um, it's good. It's good stuff. I mean, it's been out for a bit. Um, the Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones album that just came out, the first song is amazing. The Future rest, Man! The rest of it makes you feel like you're really old if you listen to it. How come? Um, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, jazzy, like adult, kind of contemporary jazzy Bella Fleck stuff. Fleck is great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he played on the third Dave Matthews Band studio album. And... Before these crowded streets. <laughs> he played a banjo solo on Stone. Um, but, I'm I'm supporting Matthew today because he's he's a, a little more sensitive today. Than, than <laughs> it could it could be the it could be the residual effect of a hundred podcasts, <laughs> just just nudging at his sensibilities the no, whole time. Fine. Um, the last Black Moth Super Rainbow album is great. Real kind of uh, trippy stuff. Um, you know, keyboards and uh, really good drum recording on there. If you guys like drums. Um, Country Mice. Country Mice. Good kind of uh, alt-country kind of stuff. Uh, really fucking good. I like City Mice. City Mice, really? Yeah, the uh, city I like mice. Capital Critters. The City Mice. <laughs> capital Critters. <laughs> I like Amazing Stories. I like Family Dog. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that um, uh, Country Mice is probably the thing I'm listening to the most right now, which I think you'll like too, Chris. Oh, and the new Fucked Up is great. Good hardcore band out of Canada. Fucked Up. Seriously? Yeah, they're a great band. Ser- seriously fucked up? Mm-hmm. There, there was a band in the 80s called Fuck. Well, that's what Kiss was going to be called, right? Yep. And they're like, well, we can't put that on album covers. Yeah, yeah. But so another we'll just, band did. We'll just do it to people. Yeah, and there's, a, there's another band like, you know, there was that band Holy Shit. Uh, and then they changed their name to Holy Fuck. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, this band Fucked Up has been around for a while. They're really fucking good. Good, Great band live, too. Really How's uh, Boner Fuck Pants? Boner Fuck Pants broke up. Oh, no! Yeah, yeah exactly. But just, Fuck Pants is actually going yeah. solo. But Fuck like, Pants? No, no. Boner Fuck Pants. Oh, okay. Wait. It's like when Neil Young left Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crosby, Stills, and Nash still together. CSN, why, Neil Young? <laughs> why did you leave? Why did you leave? Canadians. Don't tell me! Not worth it if Oh, and uh, uh, Le Pionk. Very good. Made Very that. good sounds. Kind of like sounds like up. a more French uh, Pizzicato 5, if that makes sense. No. So it's so. Oh, I love Pizzicato 5. Pizzicato 5 is a great band on Matador Records from Japan. Uh, they had uh, songs like Baby Love Child, uh, Twiggy Twiggy. Twiggy Twiggy. Um, this great, great kind of uh, 60s nouveau pop stuff. Um, they had a couple songs on uh, Futurama episodes, actually. One of, the, one of the episodes that uh, makes you tear up. Well, there's a couple of those, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, but uh, La Pianca has, kind of has more of a uh, French... I teared uh, up watching episode. Doctor Who last night. Which which episode? I was watching The Doctor's Wife. Oh. Yeah. Still haven't watched the... All right, last... we won't give any spoilers. Yeah. It was the uh, Rory and uh, Amy part. Oh, yeah. That was like, oh, that got to me. Well, so much of the stuff, yeah. so much of the stuff with them that I don't want to talk about because it's, yeah. it's just too soon to give out spoilers. Well, too soon. When are you going to catch up on that? Uh, soon. I got a... Um, June soon, Yarrow Balloon. Do you have them? Do you have them? A lot of shows ended this past Blu-ray. week. Like, I, it's, in, this finale is like Nurse Jackie and Game of Thrones, and there were a couple... Yeah, a couple. I was way on Breaking the uh, bad starting up soon. 
River. <laughs> Nick, Nick just held up. <laughs> Nick, knows, Nick is a Doctor Who fan. He just held up a reference that he would only be able to. Did you watch? Yeah. He would only be able to know that if he had watched Who, but we can't. We can't say it because say it's it. too. It's too Nick, soon. Let me tell you though, soon. I called that. You did. I did call. That. I don't okay. want to know. I didn't, but my son did. My well, son is a, a huge man. Doctor Who fan. Oh, that's fantastic! And I just, you know, with the jaw, I was like, "What?" Well, you know, this this little podcast we're doing is we're taking it. It's going to be a TV show on BBC America, so we're working with BBC. So I'll see if I can get. How old's your son? Uh, he'll be fifteen. I'll see if we can get him some Doctor Who swag. Love it! Right? Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'd be such a hero. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I, you know what's funny is that at my shows now, when people come, <clears throat> people come out after the show, then I go out and say hi to everyone. People have me sign like Doctor Who DVDs and comics, and they bring me Tardises, and I start. I'm starting to feel like I. Don't, I hope BBC doesn't think that I think I'm on that show, <laughs> and then I'm signing they, uh, like I'm signing stuff like people's tardises yeah. and and whatnot. They do think that he's going to yeah. show up on set one day? Oh, I right. just want it to be true so bad. I just want it to be true. <laughs> yeah, but I cut the promo. Oh, you did? Last night with the uh, little uh, growth there. You think you had a little uh, growth on there? Yeah, I'd like to go back and forth because yeah, uh, okay. I'm a guy. And, you know, that's what <laughs> we can do. And that's, that's, sort of, uh, what, that, that's sort of how we can mix it up. There you go. That's yeah, sort of, that's can't sort wait of, to see the show. That's sort of how we mix it up. Yeah, yeah it's going to be... I, I don't know when it's going to air, but it's, it will be on. And if people enjoy it, then we will make more of them. So if you want to be in the audience, the Please deadline is... Well, actually, by the time this goes up, the deadline for audience will submissions pass? will be... What no, about, it'll be Friday, June 24th. I had a lot of interns at Matt Meyer's Day Off asking about the audience situation. They can go. Audience at Nerdist.com is what you want to email. And you want to email your name, names of people in your party up to four, uh, your age, and what, uh, what costume you will wear, because you have to come in costume. Mm. So the interns can come, but they have to come in costume. <laughs> Bart, Part of the fucking show works. I think Bart Coleman wants to come. Bart's gonna have to dress up in All costume. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. Even if we have to put a Tom Baker scarf on him, he's fucking coming <laughs> in costume. I don't give a shit. You guys gonna talk about DMB and uh, uh fish, yeah, probably. and fish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fish. We, we have Coma loves his jam bands. He does. Yeah, Medeski, Martin, Wood. He'll, he'll, he'll drive up to San Francisco to go see them. They'll we'll talk about a Mo show from '96. Yeah. <laughs> when are you guys gonna start breaking out your uh, musical talents on the show? Uh, as soon as I get a capo. Didn't someone give you a capo to give to me? Yes, I have it. <laughs> I have your capo. Someone did give me a capo yeah, to I saw give that to on you. Twitter. I was like, I never got a capo. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I need a capo on the seventh fret to play some of the other Dave Matthews stuff. I like to do a bit with Furman sometimes when he's playing guitar and I have a capo and then I just quickly like throw it on his the neck of his guitar and I go, and capo strikes again. <laughs> and it's only a joke that Mike and I like. To, it's not going to become a noodle story. Um, yeah, no, I, I love it. I love playing. I want to buy a new guitar. I want to buy a Taylor, another Taylor. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking for drum sets right now. The Gibson folks gave me a sweet. Yeah, I've never J-200. seen you use that on television. That's weird. You are really <laughs> fired from everything. <laughs> I have used it on television. I'm pretty sure I used it on Web Soup. Yeah. Pretty sure I used it on Web Soup. Uh, I missed mm-hmm. that. Yep. I watched three Web Soups last night in a row. All right, you're rehired. During my, during my marathon session of I'm going to watch three Web Soups, then a Doctor Who, and then sleep at 3.30 in the morning. Oh. I can't stay up late like that. No. I haven't done that in, in quite a while but the last week or so i haven't been able to sleep last thursday before i went to dc i had worked all i worked all day and then i got on a red eye 
and took the red eye and got picked up from the airport and went straight to do radio promotion. And they had like radio and TV promotion set up all day. Mm. And I finally had to cancel the last one. I was shaking. I just can't, I can't not sleep. Mm. Yeah. And I couldn't sleep on the plane because there were storms in the Northeast. And so it was very bumpy the second, the last two hours. I had just fallen asleep. And um, the flight attendant, just as I fell asleep, shakes me. Sir, is your seatbelt on? Oh. I was like, you could have literally leaned over and seen that it was on. I wasn't covered up. I just had my arms crossed. Yeah. Like, she could have fucking seen it. Oh, I always used to just cover. Never wanted I to always, hit someone in the face never, so hard. I couldn't buckle my seatbelt for yeah. quite a long time on planes. They have extenders, though. Yeah, right? I never bothered asking. I so would you just, just put didn't... something on my lap and just sleep. They never bothered. Well, I got bothered. And I, <laughs> as a result, I did not get to sleep. Were you in first class? That's your problem. Well, uh, listen. That's your problem. <laughs> I care about your safety. I, <laughs> as much as I travel, Matthew, it's important that I am comfortable. No, not, I'm not. Believe me, when I can fly first class, I do. I flew out here first class when I moved. I was like, "Fuck it." I've I've only flown first class on like hour long flights because it's mm-hmm. like thirty bucks to upgrade. Yeah, no. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. It'll I be fun. To, I try to do it cross country whenever I can. I'll just even pay the upgrade when I'm at the airport, and they're like, "Oh, it's two hundred bucks to upgrade." I'm like, "Okay." That is, that that's a little easier because you've already spent the money on the ticket yeah, prior. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. a little easier just to do that. I do it now because I had a paycheck or two come in since then. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. But first class is just a fantastic thing. It is. It really is. First world problems. My favorite thing about first class. Getting awake is, uh, in first class. Oh, this lobster has cut my gum. When you uh, when you put something under the seat this in caviar, front of you, I have caviar farts. You have to actually unbuckle your seatbelt and get up to get it. Does caviar farts open for fucked up? Yeah. <laughs> I like your reaction, though, to the bandit. Really? This bandit called fucked up? Really? <laughs> it's, that, was, uh, that was my dad's reaction. Yeah. What? No, I don't like that. By the way, people should always, if if they haven't, they should go back and, and listen to the Upper Crust. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember the Upper Crust? Yeah, I remember the Upper Crust. It was a band that wrote ACDC style songs, but they did it as these, uh, like like these dandies. Yeah, it's also yeah. a uh, really good pizza place over by Anna Taqueria in Brookline. Yeah, but they don't sing songs about uh, where forks should go. They do sometimes. Because yeah. I'm half a lieutenant. They have these great ACDC guitar riffs. Upper um, Crust. There was a uh, there I. There was a band, I think, from Seattle called Tight Bros from way back when, and they had that kind of ACDC <laughs> thing, but like, I remember a lot of their songs were just about like how awesome it used to be like hanging out back in the day. Oh, my God. That's yeah. every Bob Seger song. <laughs> my life turned to shit when I hit 21. <laughs> Everything was better when I was a teenager. Really? Because you're a touring rock star now. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, things were simpler then when he had to do things for himself. Fumbling with browsers in the backseat of convertible cars. <laughs> oh, man. Really? All the time? Have you guys seen the trailer for Troll Hunter? Ah, no. uh, yes. God, it looks so good. I can't wait. It looks so fucking good. I want to see Troll Hunter so bad. Yeah. Well, I guess I could. It's just uh, available. It's on <laughs> demand, right? I think I demand to see. I demand. Sir, I demand to see Troll Hunter. But it looks good. It looks like it's going to be in the vein of uh, Rare Exports. I, I think it's gonna be. I think Troller is gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So I hope. I maybe I just saw. You know what? I just watched the trailer like on. Um, maybe it was Apple TV or something. I wa- it was a trailer. Yeah. That I, I saw, and it was great. It looks. It looks fun. Yeah. No, it looks great. I just got an Apple TV, like uh, instead of an Xbox. I thought that would be the thing to do. Really? Yeah. I'm an Apple guy, but even I would have gotten an Xbox over an Apple TV. Uh, Until until they decide to port iOS over to Apple TV, 
I well, would get a Mac Mini before I, I just you. I'm just using it. Well, it's a hundred bucks. So, uh, but what I do is I do that AirPlay thing that I had talked about mm-hmm. on the Geek Dad. It mm-hmm. works already. Oh, great! Yeah, I can stream stuff to my television Sweet. from my iPad. Anything. So, so what? What do you get on? So like, I'll like, download a torrent of say a Bargain Hunt. Yeah. Or a Doctor Who. I don't download Doctor Who. I watch it on television. Then, um, then, you, then you put it onto your iPad. No, no, no. It's just on my computer. And then from my iPad, I can stream it to my iPad. And then I can select the source that the video is going to. And I say, go to Apple TV. Uh, if you had an Xbox, you could just um, play yeah, it no, on I, your computer and it will play on your TV on, through the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I used to use it for. Yeah. But instead of $200 for an Xbox, I paid $900. Oh, your Xbox Red Ringed. Oh, yeah. Um, You've been through like four of them. Four Xboxes. Xboxes. But I, I also like Xbox because you can, uh, if you have downloaded, you know, A- I like Xbox because I just made Vice in LA Noir and now it's dead. But like, it's like, you know, you can get a, uh, just an external hard drive, hook it into your yep, Xbox. That's what you I can had. play AVI files, all kinds of different movie there. files. Yeah, but his, he, he, he tried to go the Xbox route and it has fucked him in the face every time. So many times. And then so I was like, should I get a PS3? But I didn't because I already have a Blu ray player in my room. I, I don't know. Whatever. These are first world problems. Yes. Yeah. I had to buy an Apple TV instead of an Xbox. Ugh, I use my 10% in-store discount that Gateway gives me. I'm saving up for a Dyson Ball vacuum. No, you can't <laughs> yeah. do that, man. It's like 600 bucks. Yeah, there's a $300 version, but man, have you played with those things? I have. You know what I want? I just want one of those Dyson Airblades in my bathroom. Yeah, I, would I want a it. fucking I would Airblade. You would. Eventually, you'd be like, all right, I, I can't do this I in a public restroom, this. but if it's in my house, yeah. I have to. I have to. I've tried it. Uh, what? Sir? No. Schwa? Guys. It's just I'm being silly, but Century City has them. <laughs> <laughs> but a Century City Airblade is pregnant with a half uh, machine Myra baby. Yep. It's uh, That's actually. What that's, am I? That's what turns into V'ger. Kill, <laughs> kill me. V'ger. Father, give me legs. <laughs> uh, Don't cry for me. I'm, I'm already, already dead. dead. Well, I think we've come to the end. We have to get up to our web suit meeting. Matthew, you've got to go over to uh, some sort of a Nerdist writing meeting, I think. I actually have to go write, yeah. Isn't that fun? You get to write on the show. It we had a great fun. writer's meeting yesterday, and you guys were there, and Furman was there, and yeah, Kristen fun. Rutherford, who I love, who used to write an Attack of the Show, is now writing on Nerdist, whose husband is one of the EPs of Attack of the and Show. Her Sorry, daughter, I was Her <laughs> daughter looks like the fucking Vivi. Monsters, Inc. Yeah. kid. Adorable. Like, the most adorable thing. And she knows yeah. sign language. Yes. It's crazy. Crazy. I hate when kids are smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this has been a fun host full. What have what are we what, what are we, we calling g- this? What? What are we what are you gonna call this one? Do you know yet? Sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Matthew's clip brain, but I don't think iTunes wants to show anything that says Matthew's clip brain. So Matt, yeah. sorry, sorry, Matt. <laughs> sorry, Matt. Hey, it's okay, guys. Actually, Jonah harassed you. I, I sort of defended you. Yeah, that's true. I don't really remember what I said that was that bad. You didn't say anything that was that bad. I was just in a weird... See, it's the way you take it. <laughs> so you still want to put it off on him. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. I'll take it. You don't, ha- sorry, you don't have Jonah. to take it. It's all right. Can you agree that there were funny comments? They were very funny comments. Well, then. I was just busy with the internet. <laughs> How's that going, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I will... Uh, I will defend you with something that Wild Bill said on Deadwood I'll to Jonah. Shut your cunt mouth. <laughs> Jonah. 
He didn't say Jonah. Jonah. I added a part. I oh. improvised. Yeah, I'm the worst improviser in the history. Let's do an improv game, Jonah. Yes, and um, yes, and oh man, I can't believe you're having this baby right here. We're not having a baby. Damn it, we're on Mars. We're not on Mars. Oh, we're on this show, Life on Mars. We're not on like we're it's Veronica Mars. We're eating a Mars bar. Oh, Milky Way made Galaxy. Veronica Mars. Combos, pepperoni, and Free cheese association. combos. Oh, we the Trachatroni treat. No. Boobs. Boobs and nipples. Boobs are glorious. What are the boobs? Uh, the laser is coming out. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> That's very funny that Eli Braden. And scene. That's very funny. And scene. Is it good? Nick, a thumbs up from Nick. Uh, a little editing, but we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to understand, he specializes he in sound bites, so he's yeah, going to cut out all the fat. He doesn't realize. He's going to cut all the fat. Jonah! Enjoy your burrito. Thanks. Matt! Yes. Enjoy your burrito. I can't. It's got carbs. On your cheat day, <laughs> enjoy your burrito. <laughs> Hashtag cheat day. <laughs> Nick, enjoy your burrito. No, we'll Thank say you. what we said on the Ferris episode. Enjoy Glad your burrito. Glad we finally got to talk to you and uh, <laughs> little, 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 little behind yeah. the scenes stuff. Two shows on Friday. All right. <laughs> Try the fish. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. I feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is winner go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges. They will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. Thousands, not millions. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT. Stream free on Amazon Freeview or Prime Video. 